Hey everybody, welcome back to the Ashley and Jessica cast. Today I am going to give you a little preview of what goes on on my Patreon. So if you like what you hear and you think that maybe you would want some extra content from me, you can go to patreon.com slash Ashley and Jessica and sign up. I recommend signing up for the $5 tier, even though there are larger tiers. So if you would like to support me even more, God bless, like I would appreciate that so much. But the $5 tier is really what you want if you just want to access all of my bonus episodes, which at this point, there's like 34 five bonus episodes I think. Patreon subscribers also get completely ad-free episodes and they get the podcast usually a week early. Sometimes it might be a little earlier, it might be a little later, but you do get the episodes in advance of the public feed and you also get to request anything you want because... Let's be honest, I'm very happy with the Patreon subscribers I do have, but it's not like I have thousands or something where I can't keep track. So for instance, last year, somebody requested, can you do reviews of, and just like that, the Sex and the City show? And I was just like, sure. (laughs) So I did it, you know? So I really appreciate my patrons and I love the community that we've built on there. But even if you're just listening to this main feed and you're like, hell no, I'm not paying. I'm not subscribing. That's totally fine. I just appreciate that you're listening to me. You're listening to me talk about Lindsay Lohan. That's amazing. <laughs> I I could not be more grateful. So what I'm going to present to you today is a clip of part two of me analyzing all the names on Lindsay's infamous list. So there has just been so much misreporting about this list. I guarantee you if you listen to parts one and two, you will definitely learn something new. I feel like People don't really know, first of all, what this list is and how it came to be and how it got out and all the names on the list. Some of them are obvious names like Wilmer Valderrama and then some of them, it's a mystery. It's like, how did she know this person? So it's me breaking down the entire list and all the information I could find on it. So I hope you guys enjoy this preview. And again, if you want to subscribe, just go to patreon.com slash Ashley and Jessicast. If you ever want to unsubscribe, that's totally fine. You can cancel online and, you know, you don't have to call. Like, it's not Fabletics. We're not trying to trick you. It's just (laughs) allegedly, don't sue me, Kate Hudson. Um, I love you, girl. So it's... (laughs) it's easy to join and cancel like sometimes you know I understand that not everybody can stay subscribed forever like sometimes with creators for me I know like if I have a long flight coming up I'll sign up for their Patreon I'm like oh I gotta get that extra content but then I don't necessarily have time to always listen to the extra content so then I'll unsubscribe but then I'll resubscribe a few months later like whatever you need to do is totally cool by me I just appreciate the support at all and there's also a one dollar tier if you don't really want any extra content, but you're just like, hey girl, here's some extra scratch because I love your podcast. Um, But I'm not going to get on here and beg for a dollar. I feel like that's, you know, that's, I I don't need to do that. So um, (laughs) I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, here is the preview of part two of me analyzing Lindsay's list. Hello, patrons. Welcome back to part two of analyzing Lindsay Lohan's infamous sex list and yes I am questioning my life decisions that I am uh, going this deep into something like this but hey it was a major 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 pop culture moment and it deserves to be explored so 
you really have to listen to part one if you haven't yet. I released it just under two months ago on December 23rd, which what a lovely Christmas present to the world. Um, <laughs> and I'm sorry it's taken so long, but life has truly been crazy. Not even going to get into it because you're here to hear about Lindsay's sexless, not my crazy life. But last time... I got into the backstory of what this list is, where it came from, what Lindsay said it was versus what I actually think it was. I did a lot of research. I talked to um, a friend of mine who had been in AA and wanted to get his perspective as well. So I got all into that. So this episode is going to be a little bit shorter because this episode, we're just going to go through the guys one by one and do the same thing that I did last episode with several of the men on this list, which is just tell you, so you don't have to do the research, what Lindsay's relation was to each man on this list, how she knew them, if she dated them, and whether or not there's proof with some of the guys. I'm like, yep, there's documented proof they were hanging out. Some of them, I don't even know if they hung out, but there were some stories printed or some sources that spoke up. Some of them, there's barely any information and so I provide some speculation for you uh, educated guesses if you will and we're gonna do the same thing today so last episode I discussed Lindsay's relationship with the following Jamie Dornan, Ashton Kutcher, Ryan Rotman, Evan Peters, Benicio Del Toro, Lucas Haas, Guy from Coldplay, Brian at GPH, Heath Ledger, Josh Mond, Garrett Headland, PC Valmorbida, Jamie Burke, and Nico Tortorella. So we are going to go through all the other names on the list and then I'm going to let you know who I think should be on the list but is crossed out. I mean they are on the list but they're blacked out. So okay let's get into it. We are going to start with a doozy, you guys. <laughs> this person is obsessed with Lindsay, or at least he was obsessed with Lindsay when all of this was going down, and he's a jerk. I mean, I feel like he's kind of gotten canceled, but he's kind of coming back, and it's ironic that he's the one who seems the most obsessed with her out of all the guys on this list because... He is one of the only men to come out and talk about it and deny it. So that's really interesting, right? It's like he feels the need to write about Lindsay and talk about Lindsay, yet he claims that they never slept together and he doesn't even really know her. So, of course, I'm talking about James Franco. Ugh, what is there to say about James Franco at this point? <laughs> well, let's talk about how he and Lindsay met. Now, they definitely met in 2005 because that's when they worked together. I'm guessing they met before then, though, because they were running in the same young, successful, hot Hollywood circles. So I'm almost positive they met before they worked together. But if you remember the film The Holiday, which I know so many people love that movie, James and Lindsay make a little cameo in it together. So Cameron Diaz's character plays... Uh, someone who lives in LA and creates trailers for a living, which I always thought was like an interesting character to see in a movie because you don't really think about the people that make the movie trailers yet. Obviously they exist. And so I thought that was a cool job for her to have. And she's editing a trailer in one scene and the trailer has James Franco and Lindsay Lohan in this, you know, dumb action thriller romance, I guess. And so 
And so they worked together on that movie. And I don't know if they hooked up while they were working on that. It couldn't have been more than a day or two that they filmed. But they often crossed crossed paths at the Chateau Marmont. Now we know that was Lindsay's home for a couple years. She got into many interesting entanglements and issues and things at the Chateau as we've talked about over the course of the Lindsay series. Which, by the way, I cannot believe that... We're almost done with that series. But James came out publicly and said that he never slept with Lindsay, that she was lying about him, which is so ridiculous to say because this is a list of people that Lindsay slept with that was stolen, right? And we don't even know how accurate it it really is. We don't know, as I discussed in the first episode in much more depth, like, We don't know if this is a list of, um, well, it's definitely not a list of all the people she slept with because some of her boyfriends and then also Samantha Ronson is not on this list. And we know that she's going to be sleeping with her boyfriends and girlfriend, right? So we don't know what it is specifically. Is it a list of people that she's just hooked up with? Is it a list of people that she's had feelings for? Is it a list of people that she feels like maybe she messed up with because, you know, part of AA is is repenting and, um, you know, um, contacting people and asking for forgiveness. Is it a list of people that she hooked up with maybe when she was under the influence and maybe that's why her, you know, more serious relationships in some cases are not on the list because it wasn't just some hookup that maybe happened while she was drunk. It was like a real relationship. So we don't exactly know. But for James Franco to come out and say she's lying is ridiculous. She never told a lie. Someone stole this list out of her apartment when she was trying to move during the Oprah series shooting. And that's how this list got out. Lindsay didn't tell any lies. So that was just shitty of him. Now, James has written about Lindsay Lohan at least twice. But I'm pretty sure actually more times, but definitely twice. So the reason why I'm not 100% sure is because I refuse to buy and read all of James Franco's books. Like, I'm not (laughs) doing that. And if you don't know that much about James Franco, he is not just an actor, right? Like, he has branched out into many different fields. He's gotten, like, multiple degrees or gone to school multiple times after becoming successful and and famous in the industry. He's um, done art and had art shows. He's written a lot. He was a um, acting teacher, and then he got in trouble for sleeping with his students and all of that, right? So he does a lot of things outside of just acting in movies. And He released uh, several books, like some poetry, some short stories from what I can see. And he wrote about Lindsay in a short story called Bungalow 89, which is about staying in Bungalow 89 at the Chateau Marmont while Lindsay was living there. And then he wrote a short story in a book called Hollywood Dreaming, Stories, Pictures, and Poems. The poem is literally called The Voice of Lindsay Lohan. So it's just annoying for him to come out and be like, I didn't sleep with her. Why is she lying about me? Blah, 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 blah. And then he's obviously exploiting her name and the fact that, you know, people know that there's some connection between the two of them to promote his stupid book and whatever. So very, very lame. He talked about her multiple times in the media, including twice with Howard Stern. Now, the first time he talked to Howard about Lindsay was in 2013, which is before the list even came out. So as I said, 
you know, they were both part of the same young Hollywood circles. And so it was rumored that they dated or or hooked up or crossed paths a few times over the years. And so Howard asked James Franco about it because he said there was a rumor that you know, Lindsay had 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 a thing for him and he turned it down. And sometimes I feel like Howard leans into that kind of stuff just to suck up to the celebrity a little bit in an effort to get them to admit more things. So James said, oh, gosh, poor Lindsay. I haven't talked to her in a while. We were friends. I met her, I think, through friends. And there was a moment when I was staying at the Chateau Marmont Hotel because my house in L.A. was being redone and she had been living there for a couple of years and we were basically living in the same place. So I got to know her. I don't want to like brag about it and I don't know how that got out. She was having issues even then so you feel weird. Honestly, she was a friend. I've met a lot of people that are troubled and sometimes you don't want to do that. So that kind of, I don't really believe him. Like, I don't believe that Lindsay was coming on to him and he was like, "Mm, no, sorry. Because there are so many accusations of him taking advantage of young women. So for him to act like, oh, you know, Lindsay was having issues, so she was troubled, so I didn't want to go there. Now, I hope that that's true. I really do. I hope that if Lindsay was coming on to him while she was, drunk or high that he would do the right thing right and say look you know maybe another time when you're when your mind is straight then we can do whatever but not now you know I hope that happened I hope it's true do I necessarily believe James Franco and what comes out of his mouth no so then in 2014 after the list came out James talked about her again and he wasn't as kind And so he says on Howard Stern, I will swear on anything you ask that I have never had sex with Lindsay Lohan. I bet if you brought her in here and you asked her to her face, did you have sex with James? She would say yes. I think that she's and Howard interjects and says delusional. And uh, James says or doesn't remember. All right. Maybe we kissed. So he admitted they kissed and then he goes, it was lame. I can't believe she put me on that private list. She's so delusional. And he said that when they kissed, he was in awe of Lindsay's high celebrity status, but that he quickly felt bad about it because she was young. James claims that one night when they were both living at the Chateau, he woke up at 3 a.m. to find Lindsay standing over him after letting him after letting herself into his uh, apartment there, which I guess is just a hotel room, but they're calling it an apartment because he had stayed there for a prolonged period of time. And um, he said that he did not have sex with her that night, even though. He's saying that's what she wanted. And he says, it sounds so nerdy, but I read her a story. He confessed, I will swear on my mother's life that I never had sex with her. So for him just to be so vehement about it makes me think that he's lying, right? Because when people are telling the truth, I mean, unless it's like they're being accused of murder or something, they're normally not like, I will swear on my mother's life. It's just kind of like, no, I didn't sleep with her. Whatever, let's move on, you know? But for him to be so adamant and vehement, like it's just, an, it just it's annoying. And for him to say, oh, okay, maybe we kissed. It was lame. She's delusional. Like, 
I hate that. It just reminds me of every young girl who's hooked up with a guy and then he gets asked about it later by his friends or whatever and he's like, she's crazy, dude. Like, I didn't I didn't touch that. I don't want that. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, if you were in the room that night, you would have maybe gotten a different impression, you know? So, as I said, I didn't want to uh, – read these books and and poems I did read the short story just because it's a short story it didn't take up that much of my time and it's accessible online so I didn't have to like buy one of his books or anything like that but in the poem that he wrote the voice of Lindsay Lohan it's written from her perspective which is so weird because like it just it's just disgusting like for him to be on Howard Stern saying she's delusional but yet I'm going to write in her voice and I'm going to write as her like why if she's so delusional and she's so lame and you know you just like didn't want to sleep with her and you didn't want anything to do with her then why why are you writing about her so um so the only excerpt that I can find uh from this poem is them as him writing in Lindsay's voice I took James back to the bathroom You know why Amy put mirrors all around in here? Why? So you can watch yourself fuck. He didn't fuck me. That shit. What? Like, that, he he wrote this in a book and sold it. Like, (laughs) I mean, he's like, I feel like James Franco is like the epitome of like white male privilege. Like, he just, you know, he just makes something and people buy it. Why? Uh, and you know what? If he was really like, God, I didn't sleep with this girl. She's delusional. Why won't she leave me alone? Then why keep bringing her up, James? Like, he's clearly obsessed with her, or at least he was. Like, it's just so sad and stupid, and I just don't really get it. In fact, Lindsay's list came out around, like, March, April of 2014, if I believe correctly, or if I remember correctly, and James's uh, poetry book came out in September And I was reading an article on Bustle and Bustle was saying like, okay, we get it, you know, um, uh, well, here, let me just read it. It says, all right, all right, we get it. Franco doesn't appreciate that Lohan wrote his name on her sex list when they didn't actually have sex. However, Lohan has not only apologized, but admitted that the list was a private one written as a part of her rehab treatment, not a public one meant to humiliate anyone. In fact, the person most humiliated in the whole ordeal was Lohan herself. People have more or less stopped talking about the sex list, so I find it hard to understand why Franco keeps shoving it back in Lohan's face. Um, in his writing and yes I totally agree it's so it's so you know what it is it's small penis energy it is micro penis energy you can just tell that he's so proud of the fact that like this gorgeous young hot star like wanted him at a certain point in time and he's trying to act like he rejected her and and like he's so big for that and everything and I think he wants to keep reminding people of it because it made him feel like gassed up in a way you know Because you would be surprised, it's actually the guys that you think wouldn't need as much validation that need more. I always find it's the hottest, most successful, like, talented, cool, you know, rich guys that actually need to be told the most, like, you're so amazing, you know, you're a genius, you're wonderful, you're this, you're that. Because it's like, it becomes an addiction that preys. So in his short story, Bungalow 89, he writes... Once upon a time, a guy, a Hollywood guy, imagine how lame you have to be to describe yourself as a Hollywood guy, just 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> Once upon a time, a guy, a Hollywood guy, read some Salinger to a young woman who hadn't read him before. Let's call this girl Lindsay. She was a Hollywood girl, but a damaged one. It's so fucking idiotic that uh, she... It's so idiotic that he would write... Let's call this girl Lindsay. Like, that's what people say when they're not actually naming the person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's if you change a name for something uh, that you're doing publicly, it's like, oh, you know, let's say we were talking about James Franco. It's like, um, let's call this guy Justin or let's call this guy John, right? Like a similar J name, but not actually James, right? <laughs> you're not you're not actually doing let's call this girl Lindsay. It's like, that's her real name, you idiot. You know, it should have been like, let's call this girl Lexi or something like that, you know, but no. So uh, I'll continue. She was a Hollywood girl, but a damaged one. <laughs> I knew that she would like Salinger because most young women do. I read her two of the nine stories, A Perfect Day for Banana Fish and For Esme with Love and Squalor. Banana Fish was great because it has a nagging mother on the other end of the phone line. Nothing like Lindsay's real mother, but still, the mother-daughter thing was good for her to hear. Okay. Uh, and then he actually writes about a demon who appeared to him in the night. So let's not take... <laughs> let's not take anything James Franco says too seriously, okay? Uh... Anyway, so that's James Franco. Let me see if am I missing anything. Oh, yeah. He also talked to L.A. Magazine about, um, you know, they were like, why write poems about Lindsay if you, like we were asking before, like if you didn't sleep with her and you don't want to be involved with this whole thing, why write poems about her? And he said, Lindsay herself has told lies about me with her people she slept with list. So I feel like what I said is much less than what she said. Uh, she said nothing about you, you fucker. She literally just put your name on a list, which we don't even know exactly what the list is supposed to be. She didn't lie about you, okay? Like, you lied about her. I mean, we can't, you know, prove that he lied about her, but it fucking seems like he lied about her, you know? I just, ugh, men, honestly. Do you ever wish you were a lesbian? Uh, any other straight women out there? Because I really do sometimes. Next, we are going to pivot to another noted douchebag, Adam Levine. Ugh. Adam Levine is, like, somehow even worse than James Franco to me, even though Adam doesn't have all of those uh, sexual misconduct allegations. So, I mean, I guess James Franco is worse, but he's just – Adam Levine is just such a little fucking gross weasel to me. I don't know. There's just something about him that I have always not been into, um, with the exception of early on in his career, like – I think Maroon 5's first album is a masterpiece. Can I say that? I love songs about Jane. And then their second album I liked. Didn't wasn't obsessed, but like still listen to some of the songs from time to time. After that, I have no fucking clue what happened. Like I never liked another Maroon 5 song again. So I don't know what happened there. But uh I mean, obviously his whole like thing last year with DMing all those girls when he's married and then he's like did he name his baby after his mistress or what? I don't know. Whatever. But I actually am not sure when Lindsay and Adam were rumored to be hooking up. I don't remember seeing that in any of my research. So this was one of the names on the list that was kind of like, oh, like when did that happen? What was that? 
And so Adam did comment on it also on the Howard Stern show. To his credit, he wasn't as annoying about it as James Franco because, hey, Howard did ask him about it. And so he responded. It's not like he brought it up randomly or wrote a fucking book of poetry (laughs) where one of the titles was Lindsay Lohan, you know. All right, guys, that is going to do it for the preview today. Again, if you want to sign up, go to patreon.com slash Ashley and Jessicast. And I will see you guys very soon. My next series is on JC Chazé from NSYNC. So expect that very soon. But of course, the patrons will be getting it a week early. So if you are just dying to know more about our illustrious, mysterious king of the vocalists joshua scott shazay you're gonna want to sign up because you don't want to have to wait an extra week that's embarrassing so (laughs) thank you guys so much for all your support and i will see you on the next one bye everybody